Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you hot this Monday night. And I'm talking about body dysmorphia, body image, muscle dysmorphia, bigorexia, all the terms you want to throw out there. They all essentially mean the same thing. And I'm just piggybacking off of my man BJ Gadour's Instagram post today. If you guys haven't seen it, check out BJ Gadour on Instagram. Uh, he's very honest. He's very thorough. And he is on point with this. And like I always say, BJ is the best at what he does. If you guys don't follow him, please do. And I've told him this numerous times there would be no Jeremy Scott Fitness without uh, BJ's influence. I'm happy to call him a friend and he is a a pioneer in our industry uh, 100%. So with that said, I want to touch on this, the whole body image thing for you guys. Uh, And the reason we bring it to light, you know, I meet so many beautiful athletic fit, way above average, you know, men and women in my business, especially Uh, being here in Scottsdale, a lot of sexy folks walk through our door. I'm just, I'm very blessed to be here. Uh, And even with that said, over the years, I've seen so many of them uh, exhibit numerous symptoms of, uh, you know, kind of body dysmorphia and body image issues. Uh, and many of you guys are saying, well, what the hell is that exactly? And, uh, you know, per my friends, the Mayo Clinic, they you know define it as a basically a body disorder. It's a type of chronic mental illness in which you can't stop thinking about a flaw in your appearance. And that flaw can either be minor or imagined. And when you have like a, a body dysmorphia or image disorder, you you in, instantaneously kind of obsess over your appearance and the image. And oftentimes for, you know, minutes or even hours per day, um, and it's, it's a real thing. Um, I know I think some degree, you know, we're all a little self-conscious of, of certain areas of our body, uh, be it our breasts, our stomach, our arms, our legs, our butt, whatever it is, we all have something we don't love about our bodies. And I think that is a, a normal, natural feeling. But we can work on the things we don't like, but when it becomes an obsession, taking up hours of your day, thinking about it, staring in the mirror, obsessing over your trouble issues and areas, not wearing or wearing certain clothes because of it, hiding your flaws or ducking out of pictures, um, that becomes an unhealthy habit or more or less a disorder. And the reason I say it is because you guys have all done this at some point. You've gotten out of the shower and you've looked at yourself in the mirror and you've magnified the two or three things you fucking hate about yourself. Your stomach's too thick, your legs are too wide, uh, your arms are too skinny, your chest isn't developed enough, your calves suck, whatever it may be. Shout out to Team High Calves. Uh, And we do this and it almost gives us like this psychosis thing, like where we start to see ourselves for something worse than we really are. And when you look at something you don't like about yourself and you do it obsessively over the course of weeks and months and years and minutes and hours and hours, it becomes this thing in your brain and you're now convinced yourself it's way worse than it even is. No matter what you do, you really won't be able to change it. Uh, And I'm here to tell you guys this, we're all a little bit crazy and we're all a little bit perfectly fucked up. That's just reality. That's your gift from God or your parents or whatever you choose to believe in. And I'm telling you guys, you have to love what you have, um, love where you are, love what you're given, and you can work healthily, safely, and positively to change those things that you don't love. But at the end of the day, just understand like some things are just gifts um, and they're yours. And and for example, I'll I'll use BJ and myself as an example. BJ and I are about the same height. We're about the same weight. Uh, You know, both about 6'2", about 220-ish pounds, depending on how many french fries we eat at one time and uh i can i'm a lot leaner than him on average without trying as hard and he can build a lot of muscle quicker than i can if that makes sense now we both have gifts in certain ways we both eat the certain way essentially we both have kind of trained our body to be in the same rhythm but i know he has to work hard to be leaner and i know i have to work way harder to build muscle now we always want what we don't have and that's just kind of a part of reality and i'll touch on this 
the reason I can relate to a lot of you guys out there even more than you realize is because I was, you know, once like you, obsessed with my physical appearance, especially that the industry that, that I, I came up in in fitness and grew up in, I grew up in the fitness modeling side of it, you guys. Um, and that's just kind of part of the game. You're judged on what you look like, really nothing else. They don't care if you're a nice person or if you can coach or you can write the content. In that arena, it's just about what you look like in terms of, you know, when I'm a sponsored athlete, you know, for these major supplement companies when I'm, you know, 24, 25 years old, just coming up. Um, it's a tough thing because in that side of the industry, and this is so fucked up to say this, you can be fat and still have abs. Does that make sense? Like you can have abs and be out of shape, quote unquote, in that side of that, in that ecosystem of fitness. And that's how fucked up that is. Because if you have abs at all and they're even visible, you are a 1% person, meaning you are in better shape than 99% of humans that you meet. You walk into a room of 100 people, you're the only person who has visible abs. But in that small ecosystem, that small niche market, you're judging on that, on how lean you are, how big you are, how thick your chest is, how thick your calves are. Um, and they're very critical of it. I remember the first article I ever wrote for uh, Muscle and Strength, or, or one of the first ones, was on intermittent fasting because that's how I eat and that's what I believe in. This is probably like nine years ago, you guys. And I remember reading the comments on it, and I'm just getting just destroyed and just slaughtered. Like, oh, his chest development sucks. Oh, his biceps are shit. Oh, his abs are uneven. Whatever it may be. And they're just they're killing you for it. And, and to, to touch on what BJ talked about earlier, you know, I'm very grateful, you know, to... Uh, to work with men's health and, and be on the platform. And there's only a handful of guys who are, so I feel, I feel very, very fortunate to be part of that. Uh, but on the same note, it's weird because that's like the pinnacle for us in fitness is to be on this platform because I grew up on men's health. My dad got the magazines delivered. I remember like watching, you know, seeing Greg Avedon on the covers and, and Greg Avedon, you guys, is he's Greg Plitt before Greg Plitt's, you know, Greg Plitt. And uh, I remember looking at him and those, that's what I want to look like and that's what I want to do when you mimic the, the exercises and to be on the platform, it's it's a blessing, but once you get there, you realize how visceral it is, and I've read some of the, the most negative, hateful, hurtful shit on there about myself, and it's um, it's almost shocking to read, and again, this is not a pity party for me, don't feel bad for me, you guys, my life is fucking awesome, I look amazing, I feel amazing, my life is great, I have a beautiful wife, I make money, um, I can't complain about anything, so this is not a soapbox for you to feel bad uh, for me, per se, uh, I'm just sharing with you because to be on that platform, we put ourselves out there and we're open to criticism and real cute, and that's fine. But I just don't understand how tearing somebody down and trying to rip apart every quote-unquote weak point you think they have is a, is a good thing to do. But we're susceptible to that. And, you know, I'm older now. I'm a grown-ass man. Um, I have very, very thick skin from my upbringing till now. So none of this shit really phases me. I actually save the greatest... Um, I guess the greatest comments, the, the most negative ones, you know, like just the other day, someone's like, man, for some reason, I just want to punch this dude in the face. Like that's a comment on a, on a mobility video that I did for men's health. Like, like really you hate foam rolling that much that you want to punch me in my face. But uh, I digress you guys. The point is, is that when I'm a young kid at 24, 25, um, it seeps into you, even as hard as you want to be on the outside and say it doesn't bother me and as thick as my skin was, you put so much time and effort energy into your body to making it look and feel and move a certain way and we're all real fucking people. We all have feelings on some level. So to people to just crush you and drag you down and, and destroy all the hard work and hours and hours of, of training and eating you put in, um, it's tough to swallow. And I know it's the same thing for you guys. And uh, it's it's a learning process for sure. You have to you have to understand where people are at and as you become a mature adult if you guys are out there and people are crushing you and you're in fitness or you're just a normal person and people are destroying you because you've been going through a transformation they're saying well, well you still look fat or your calves are shit or your arms are shit or your back looks like crap or your ass is too fat 
Just understand that's saying more about them than it is about you. And you have to almost feel bad for that person that they have such a sad fucking life that they would do something like that to dig into you. So that's just my two cents for you guys. Take solace in it. You'll get thicker skin because of it. And just keep banging your own fucking drum, dude. And don't give a shit what anybody says about you and your journey because it's yours and yours alone. I promise you that. So the reason I tie that in is because for you guys... When I grew up in that side of fitness and I'm a young dude and I'm 180 pounds and I just wanted to be big and whatever that term even means and it's changed so much over my time but I remember you know probably seven eight years ago I just wanted to be big more than anything literally it it dominated my life I'd had what you would call like you know muscle dysmorphia or what I call bigorexia in which a person becomes obsessed with the idea that they're not muscular enough and now when I'm you know I'm in muscle and fitness you guys and I'm on these platforms and I'm, I'm six foot two I'm 190 pounds and I just, I can't get out of my fucking head because I either, I hold the delusion that I'm just too skinny or I'm too small, um, even though I'm above, you know, well above the average in, you know, being muscular in the way that I look. Um, it basically preoccupies your mind and you're so concerned with your appearance um, and other forms of it. it. It really dominates your day. And I just wanted to be at that point like 195 pounds so bad. And I want to be 190 and ripped though. And that's like all dudes out there, all people. We want to be big and ripped. We want to do it together. We want to do it at the same time. Um, and it's really fucking hard to do. I'm living proof of it. Um, and I would train with a good friend of mine. And you can ask him today. And, and I had these traits for, for many, many years. Um, and it was tough for us. We would go on the scale every day wishing and wanting and waiting for the numbers to go up. And it would be eating so much and nonstop lifting heavy, doing all the right things, thinking, you know, it, it was going to happen. And, you know, day after day, you go into the gym and be 182, 184, and then you go back down to 181 and back to 183 and so on. Um, It sounds familiar to a lot of you guys out there. And again, obviously, I'm a skinny guy trying to get big. For you guys who are big trying to get small, it's the same dilemma. I'm just coming from on the other side. And again, I know, like, oh, really tough for you. Well, it sucks, dude. If you're you're a skinny, fat piece of shit and you want to look a certain way and you're putting all your time, effort, energy into it and the transformation isn't coming quick enough, it's tough. That's why I think I'm such a great coach because I, I feel what you guys feel. I have empathy for you. Even though it's on the reverse, I feel the same thing. But basically... I was going fucking crazy, you guys. Um, I wanted to look like Arnold so bad at 190 pounds. And I thought, you know, for some reason, I was delusional enough in my mind to think it would happen. Um, It's similar to women out there, you know, wanting to look like Victoria's Secret models or their favorite, you know, fitness personality, trying to be whatever body type they are, even if they aren't. Um, and to save you guys the roller coaster ride, as I type this, you know, and, and talk about this today, um, I sit here. I'm, I'm 224 pounds. The doctor this morning, um, my body fat recently was clipped at seven percent, um, so that is literally, you know, 35 pounds bigger and leaner than I wanted to be seven eight years ago when I thought my ideal perfect was 190. And I tell you that to tell you this because, you know, numbers, you guys, um, they don't mean anything. It's just a number on the scale. And what you look like, what you look like, and. Um, it's a gift that you can, you know, walk around and do the things that you guys can do. And we, we can't get so tied into all the things that we don't have. We have to focus on all the things that we do have. And what we do in, in a lot of our transformations, when I talk to people, I tell them, it's not about what you guys lose. It's about what you gain. And most of our people come to us for fat loss and, and these huge transformations. And they get so hung up on, well, I only lost six pounds or only lost four inches. And dude, that's cool. But what did you gain along the way in your journey? That's probably the bigger thing. What did you learn about yourself? Did you learn how to eat, how to train, how to take care of yourself, how to sleep, how to live your life? And again, you guys, I dig it, man. The society that we live in, I understand the culture of certain fitness circles and and certainly the vanity side of fitness that I came up in. 
this stuff fucks with your head. It really does. And women, you guys have it the worst. And the photoshopped airbrush bullshit they feed you guys on Instagram and social media and Facebook, it isn't real. It's not even realistic for most of those people because that girl or that person you think you want to look like, they have two or three things that they fucking hate about themselves too. I can promise you that. And this is, you guys, this is coming from the real. I'm not going to name names here, but these people are my friends. I grew up with them, you know, from our early, early days in fitness. And these, are, these are some of those beautiful humans on earth and they're ripped and they're shredded and they look great. And you guys, they're some of the most fragile people you ever meet because they get destroyed on the internet and with the comments and the dysmorphia stuff. And they almost work hard to almost make themselves invincible, you know, so you can't pick them apart. Like they become so perfect and so ripped. So it's like almost you have nothing left to say to them. And it's an exhausting thing for them. And it does wear them out. And I say this all the time. It's like sometimes the walls we build up to protect us, they also imprison us. And I'll say that again in case you guys didn't catch it. Sometimes the walls we build up to protect us... They also imprison us. So flash forward, you guys, to uh, to this time in my life, you know, um, it probably wasn't till, and I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, uh, it probably wasn't till maybe three or four years ago, um, for the first time, I remember, like, I just walked by uh, the mirror and I looked at myself and I was like, man, you know what, Jeremy, fuck, dude, you're in pretty good shape. Um, and this is coming from me, you know, a guy I've been, you know, I've had numerous sponsorships, uh, been on tons of magazines, billboards, uh, getting paid you know, just for the way I look with my shirt off. And obviously, you know, men's health pays me to talk and for the content, but let's be real. If I didn't look like a Jack and Tam Bruce Willis, they're not going to pay me shit. So <laughs> that's part of it. So again, you guys, for the record, uh, I'm, I'm not so different than you guys are at the end of the day. And I remember one time specifically, I'm at, uh, I'm at the Mr. Olympia, uh, working with ProLab and MRI. And I love those guys. Thank you guys for the opportunity to work with you for, for multiple years. And I remember I'm at the Mr. Olympia and there's a humongous billboard, you guys. This thing has to be like 30 feet by 15 feet wide. It's a huge, it's the whole, it's half the side of the booth and there's a huge blue and they made it blue for some reason. I thought they like, like maybe they thought I liked the Smurfs. I don't know, but this huge blue billboard of me and I'm there like, you know, kind of like sitting on a bench and my abs are there you know, six pack, you know, blocked out, uh, you know, I look shredded and ripped, but at that time in my life, I hated that picture of myself. I'm like, oh man, you know what? Yeah, my abs are okay, but my chest looks flat. My arms look kind of skinny. My shoulders don't look that broad. And you can imagine you guys, I have 54 inch fucking shoulders. And I'm saying that as I'm looking at this picture, because it doesn't show me completely pumped and jacked and vascular from the perfect angles. Um, and that's a sad thing. And, and that's kind of like, I don't say that's the moment when I changed and fixed it because obviously I'm at the Olympia and that is a whole different ecosystem altogether. But that's kind of the, the moment when I realized like, man, do you know how fucked in the head you are, dude, and how much of a problem that you have that you have to work on? Uh, because you're on a bill, you're, you're getting paid by a company to hang out and sign autographs. You're on a billboard. You're on a magazine cover the month before. You're doing all these videos on every, on the biggest platforms in the world where everybody wants to be on, but yet you're not happy with the way you look. And that's why I tell you guys, it can't just be about the destination. It has to be about the journey, what you guys are doing every single day. You have to love the training. You have to love parts of it and you have to love your body in stages. It's like you're writing a book. You can't hate chapters one through fucking 14 and just want to do chapter 15. You have to love chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter four, chapter five. You have to love the steps along the way because without it, all you have is this, this end goal. And sometimes when you get there, if let's I'll use BJ for an example, if BJ's only goal is to be on the cover of men's health and that was it. And then when he gets to the pinnacle, it's, it's done. It's almost like deflating because it's like, well, now what? And if he hated all the shit in between, what's it worth? Same thing goes for me. Same thing goes for you guys. You have to love your body and the steps along the way and appreciate them. And if you want to be leaner or, or more muscular, or whatever, go for it. 
but don't let it dominate and, and dictate your life. Don't let it steal your happiness. Or my man David Jack says this all the time, don't let your fitness steal your fitness. And what that means is some of the fittest people on earth, you guys, they let their fitness steal their fitness. They let their body, they let what they're doing take away from it. They should be, again, I meet people who compete, you guys. We don't work with a lot of competitors anymore because there's some of them are just crazy. They just are not all of them, but some of them are just nuts. And it's like they get in the best shape of their life. Like they look fucking amazing, right? They're the most ripped, the most muscular, the most beautiful they've ever been. And then they go step on stage and they're so happy with all their hard work and they've worked harder than they ever have. And they go step on stage and instead of placing first, they play seventh and then they're fucking pissed and they think their body sucks because some dipshit judge told them that they weren't great. And again, that's what they signed up for. I'm all for it. I go, but now they let it get into their head. Oh, I got to work on this, I got to work on that, I'm not this, and they blame their coach, and they blame their wife, and they're just a miserable human to be with, and there's no point with that, if you guys are working as hard as you can every day, eating right, training hard, giving it time, taking care of yourself, you're going to win, and you're going to win over time, and whatever you look like genetically, whether it be you have a 30-inch waist or a 34-inch waist, whether your calves are 15 inches or 19 inches, you know, whether you have perfect block six-pack abs or you have four offset abs, it doesn't fucking matter, dude. You have to be happy with what you're doing and just it's your journey and it's yours alone. You just got to keep bowling in your own lane. If you take anything away from me, let it be this. Never compare yourself to anyone else. Not your genetics, not your goals, not your stresses, not your body. It's 100% yours. Don't be concerned with every imperfection because it's those imperfections, you guys, that make us unique and sexy and perfect and fucking awesome. And I say this all the time to my people. We're all perfectly fucked up. You just have to get to the point where you appreciate it. Like again, you guys, I have some genetic gifts. I just do. And I'm very happy for them. Am I ever going to be Arnold? Well, no, I'm not. I go, but I'm six foot two. I got 54 inch shoulders and a 34 inch waist. It's just a gift for my mom and dad or, or God or whoever you want to believe in. It's just part of it. Now I've worked over time to develop that and you know, keep myself lean and you know, build up my musculature. But again, people come to me and say, well, Jeremy, I want shoulders like yours. You can't. I played basketball for 23 years, you guys, and I shot thousands of shots every single day. Plus, genetically, I just have the frame and I'm built for it, so it's, it's a it's a hyper-developer for me. And if you look at a BJ Kador, when you look at his hamstrings, it looks like some kind of mutant is growing out of him, like he has some kind of alien kid. And if you see David Jack talking in a men's health video, when he flaps his tricep, it looks like he can fucking get up and fly. They're so big. My point is that we all have certain individual gifts, and we're not all going to have everything perfect, and that's okay. But that's the game. We work on the things that aren't amazing. But just understand, like, you have something and it's a gift and it's yours. So get it, you guys. Just love your body. And again, I'm all for positive, positive, you know, healthy work to make things better. But don't let your pursuit of having a great body and being healthy ruin the rest of your life. And don't let it consume you. The journey of health and eating and training should be fun. It should be about, you know, getting in better shape, challenging yourself, doing the best you can be, and not worrying about what everybody else looks like and other people are saying about you. Because, you guys, I once lived my life around training, eating, and meal prep, getting big and ripped, and now those things just fit into my life in a healthy, balanced way. I don't obsess about food. And you can ask anybody I work with, you can ask my wife. Like, I'm a changed person from the person I was seven years ago. I don't let that shit run my life because there's more to life than just that. And again, you're never going to be perfect. And whatever you think being on a magazine cover feels like, or being featured on Men's Health feels like, or being on giant fucking billboards and having people tell you you're amazing, um, it doesn't feel like that to you unless you change the way you think about your body and your life. And I, and I don't know how else to say that. And again, what it looks like in a magazine or looks like on video, it often doesn't feel like that for the person who's living it. 
unless they've changed their mindset because they still always see themselves as the fat person or the skinny person. You can ask BJ that and you can ask me that because we live that way for a long fucking time and it messes with you. But you have to get out of that trend, you guys. And that's why we can relate to you so much because this is real shit. And we all feel it. We're all self-conscious of something. We all care about what we look like. Your body is your business card, for better or for worse. I don't, I don't believe in it, but it's the truth. We judge people by how they look. It's how we're attracted to people. We judge them when they walk in a room and we see them run. It's just part of the game. That's why we brush our teeth. That's why we comb our hair. That's why we put on fucking clothes. Otherwise, we'd all walk around like a bunch of savages and nobody would give a shit. So we do care about it at some point. But you can't care about it to the point of where it drives you nuts and drags you down and gets in the way of you living your life. So please, you guys, don't let your fitness steal your fitness. Um, I set a standard for myself, you know, uh, a long time ago. I love being lean. I love eating healthy. Um... I love that fitness and doing that, the byproduct is my body looks and feels the way it does and I'm happy with that. And I have some external motivators outside of this, like obviously for men's health and vitamin shop and these guys we work with, um, that's just part of the game for me. But in all reality, I do feel the, my most confidence this way and my, my leanest this way. And we all have a body fat set point. Uh, but again, you guys can change what you want to change. And over time, again, the biggest thing is just give it time, but be happy with yourself where you are today. And if you're not, just start to appreciate your body and don't, again, I'll give this to you guys. Don't focus on the three or four things you hate about yourself. Step back from it for a second. Make a pros and cons list if you have to. Things I love, things I fucking hate. I'm okay with that too. As long as you're realistic about the things that you love and are great about your body, that your legs work, that your arms work, that your lungs work, that you can jump, you can breathe, you can stretch, you can move, you can do so many amazing things. You can't be hung up on the two or three minute things that aren't perfect because again, they're we're all our own worst critics, and it's way worse to you guys than to anybody else. I promise you that. I've never judged anybody by the way they look like. I don't give a shit. That's not my thing. I don't know where you're at in your journey, and I don't care. But if you want help, I'm here to help you. Really, people who are super fit, like, we don't judge each other. We don't tear each other down because we know how hard it is and how much work goes into being healthy. You know, and not just for a year. I'm talking about being healthy for 10 or 15 for 20 years. It's a tough thing to do. And the last thing you want to do is be critical of yourself and be critical of others. So I'll leave you with this, you guys. Eating healthy, training like a badass, and loving your life is you know, probably one of the most badass, sexiest things you can do, regardless if you love your butt or your thighs or your abs or your calves or whatever the fuck it may be. Eventually, if you do enough healthy eating and badass training, the rest of your body will get the message. Promise, I promise you guys that. It might not be perfect, and you might not love it, but that is not so much about your physical appearance. It's about your mindset and how you think about things. So hopefully this helps some of you guys out there who are too critical of yourselves, um, I would ask you not to do that because life is too short for that. It really isn't. And honestly, nobody gives a shit about your butt if there's a little bit of cellulite on it. Nobody cares if your stomach is a little bit thick. Nobody cares if your calves don't match your biceps. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. Um, what matters is that you're happy uh, and that you feel good and you can move good every day and you can give back to the world and you can do the things you want to do with your body because it's a gift. And a lot of people don't have it. And I can promise you this, if if you threw your body in a pile and you saw all the other shit and pain and agony and suffering people were deal with, you'd run back in that pile pretty fucking quick and grab your body and take it back and appreciate it for the gift that it is. So take that with you guys. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy your life. is too short not to, and love your body because it's the only one you guys have. If you guys dig this, leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to hear it. Uh, drop me a message in my DMs on Instagram, wherever you guys can reach out to me via email. And if you had a question on this specifically and how I got over it, um, or the, the little steps and hacks I worked on over time. I'm, I'm happy to share that and help with you, but I don't want to talk your ear off all day. So have a great night, you guys. And again, appreciate your body for what it is because it is a gift. Um, and if you didn't have it, you'd be pretty pissed off that uh, you didn't appreciate it uh, when it was there.
Have a great night, you guys. Peace.